Hello, and welcome to Invested in Wellness. I'm Jesse Serafian. Welcome to part one of our Beating the Winter Blues series. On this show, we'll be joined by April Cockshut, clinical herbalist and certified nutritional practitioner, for an educational discussion on key supplements and lifestyle habits to boost moods, stay positive, and thrive through the winter months. April is co-owner of Zen and Tonic, a wellness clinic in Toronto, offering a range of services on holistic healing. This podcast is for general informational and educational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. By performing any of the exercises provided, you are doing so at your own risk. Fidelity will not be responsible or liable for any injury or harm you sustain as a result of the use of any information or content in this podcast. The views of the guests expressed in this broadcast are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of, nor are endorsed by, Fidelity. How did you get into your practice and start Benetonic? Yeah, that's a great question. So I was actually working in the corporate environment um, and I actually had a lot of digestive issues myself. Um, And I just found that I wasn't finding relief through conventional medicine and it wasn't until I kind of took a step back and I got in tune with my body and I really, you know, took the time to listen to its needs that I really understood and those puzzle pieces that I needed to support it in, in a holistic way. Um, our bodies are fine to machines. They're, they're smart. They're able. But they do need some support. And the best support system is, is yourself. So we are here today to talk about beating the winter blues. It's cold. It's getting darker a lot earlier outside. I know for myself, this is a time where I want to just be in my PJs all day. So, but it's also an exciting time, you know, with the holidays that are approaching. So why do you think this season brings the blues uh, for some? Yeah, that's a great question. A lot of people do see it. Um, And, you know, we're coming to the season off of summer, right? Summer, we're outside all the time. We're getting a lot of movement, a lot of fresh air. Fresh air is so great for our immune system. And I find in the wintertime, like you said, we want to stay warm and cozy in our PJs and we just stay inside. We stay very stagnant. So we stay stagnant. That allows a lot of those pathogens and that inflammation to just kind of sit still and fester in our bodies, right? So that lack of movement, the sun, right? We've had a couple of gray days. That vitamin D, which we're going to talk more about, that is so important for reducing inflammation, um, for boosting our moods, our dopamine, our feel-good hormones, right? So that's another big reason. Um, another big reason, like we look at our nutritional intake, right? I don't know if you find, but you find you eat a lot less fresh produce in the wintertime. Yes. We live in Ontario, yeah, we live in Ontario, right? We have great farming. We have all those fresh veggies, and that's where that vitamin C comes from, which really supports the immune system. Um, so I think also the change in our diet to those kind of warm, cozy casseroles and pastas and um, you know those types of foods—they're not going to have as much of immune-supportive nutrients that those fresh whole foods had in the summertime. Yeah, that's a very, very good point. So what are some tips you suggest to get us out of this feeling and boost our mood? It's really about making small changes that create great supportive habits. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. And we're gonna mainly talk about you know key supplements, which is something really great to have in your back pocket and have them top of mind every time we move into this kind of colder season, this winter blue season and have them they're in stock every year. So we're going to talk about those. And another great thing are, you know, key lifestyle habits. As much as we supplement to a T, if we don't change some core habits, 
those are going to really suppress the immune system and keep us in those kind of those blue moods. So let's start with supplements. So what are some supplements or key staples that you suggest or recommend during the colder months, but also continue uh, throughout the year? So I'm going to talk about three key supplements. Very easy. The first one I already kind of touched upon, that's going to be the vitamin D3. Okay. So not all supplements are made equal, guys. So it is important. I'm going to tell you the form to take the supplements in and getting a good quality brand is going to be important. So it's bioavailable, meaning your body knows what it is and it can absorb it. Okay. So in terms of vitamin D, vitamin D comes from the sun, right? It can't really get it from foods. So that's why in the winter time, it's so important to take vitamin D. Okay. Vitamin D3. Okay. So that's D3. That's the bioavailable form. So if you are purchasing a supplement, making sure that's that D3. And I find you'll see this one. It's in a liquid format. Vitamin D is fat soluble. Okay. So I don't know if yours is um, emulsified with fat or if it's just tablet. Is there a difference? Do you suggest that the liquid is better than a tablet? If you take that with a meal with fat, that's just fine. But I find, especially with clients and I work with them, it's just easier to take it in a liquid form where they're, it's made in an oil. So you don't have to worry about always having with a meal. You can kind of just take it by the dropper. Okay, so vitamin D3, women, men, safe for pregnancy. It's great. Have it all year long. Okay, really great. I definitely suggest that. It's also really great for moods. So if you feel you have that sad, the seasonal depression sometimes, vitamin D, up that. Okay, very, very important. My next favorite one I kind of touched upon, vitamin C, okay? So you know the <laughs> apple a day keeps the doctor away? Guess what apples have? Great amount of vitamin C, okay? So when we go into those winter months, we're not having as much salads and greens and fresh produce. And guess what all those have? A really high amount of vitamin C, okay? When we go into the winter months, we might be having vegetables, but I don't know, do you find you cook your vegetables more often or roast them in the wintertime? Yeah, I definitely roast them. Yeah, so whenever you heat vitamin C, it gets killed off. A lot of people don't know that. So it's really important during the winter months to supplement with vitamin C if you're not eating all those fresh fruits and vegetables, okay? In terms of vitamin C, if you're feeling a little tickle in your throat, um, start high-dosing vitamin C as soon as you feel that. Okay, so I generally say to take, you know, one to 3,000. Um, I would start taking 3,000 a day if I'm feeling that tickle, um, just to really boost your immune system. Okay, vitamin C, unlike D, it's water soluble. So when I say water soluble, that means that you can take it at any time of day and your body can absorb it. It doesn't need to be taken with food. Okay, got it. The other good thing with vitamin C and, and an important note is a lot of people take 3,000 or, you know, whatever that dose is all at once, okay? Our bodies can only absorb so much at one time. So imagine our bodies are kind of like a plant. And you take a bucket of water and you pour it on that plant. It's only going to hold on to so much. The rest is going to drain out, okay? That's the same thing with vitamin C. So I would say to take, you know, one capsule a couple times a day so that you're actually, actually absorbing it. Okay. Great info. And take that in the ascorbic acid uh, format, which I think is your supplement as well. Yeah. Lovely. Last but not least, zinc. Zinc is so good for immune system health. So it really gives your body that extra boost. It also helps with um, your throat if it's sore. So really great lozenge is a zinc, zinc lozenge, which really helps out. 
um, and that helps with your the strength of your of your immune cells. Okay, with zinc, I will caution. A couple of people get thrown off because they take zinc on an empty stomach and they feel a little nauseous. So make sure you're taking that zinc um, with a meal. Okay, so those are my three favorite supplements. And Jesse, it seems like you're already taking them. I am. I am taking them. I know I'm giving my sons all of the above, which is great. Um, and as a herbalist, is there a herb that you gravitate or that you that you like? Because I also take um, Akinafor, elderberry is also really popular in my household. Yeah. Oh, that's such a great question. Um, yeah, my herbalist side absolutely loves elderberry. So elderberry is really great as a preventative. And it's also great to take during to really support that immune system boost your immune system. And I really love elderberry. because It's a really great one to have on hand for kids, right? Especially now there is such a huge shortage when you go to the pharmacies to get, you know, children's, um, you know, medication for cold and flu. So elderberry is a really wonderful one to have on hand to support those kiddos, right? I know there's a, a lot of kiddos home from from school. So having that elderberry first thing in the morning, mixing it with a little bit of, you know, honey, raw honey, if they're past the age of one, um, and getting them used to these natural supplements are really good. When is the best time to take vitamin D? Do you suggest in the morning, evening, or throughout the day? What, what do you think is the best time for vitamin D? So vitamin D, I generally like to take it when you're going to remember to do it daily. So I find um, putting it into my morning routine, because I do have a morning routine every morning, that's easiest for me. If you have a routine after you come home from work, that's also fine. So I would just put it in somewhere where you know every day you'll remember to do it. With all supplements, guys, be careful. Don't take them with coffee. Coffee inhibits mm. absorption. So if your morning routine is to wake up and take your supplements with coffee, I probably wouldn't suggest that. Okay. So if coffee is part of that first morning thing and you can't get rid of that, I'd probably take your vitamin D. So if someone takes a multivitamin, do you still recommend the other three supplements? Yes. Multis are great. Um, but in terms of you know working on specific things, so if we're specifically working on immune system health. I would like, I would suggest to my clients to take specific immune supplements. The reason for that, multis are fine, but because they cover, you know, A to Z in nutrients, there's such a tiny, tiny, tiny amount. Okay. So multi, I don't love them because I don't do a whole lot because there is such a small amount in there. Okay. You know, if you know that you're working on something specific, work with a nutritionist or a naturopath and figure out what key supplements you should be supplementing to actually see that difference. Yeah, great point. So we all know that eating right is one part. What are some lifestyle habits that uh, that you suggest that we incorporate now and continue during the colder months? And I think these are even more important, right? You can eat the tea, you can supplement the tea, but if you're not getting these, you know, habits in that I'm going to ch chat about, it's not going to do a whole lot. Okay. So my first one, water. Okay. I find in the summer we're sweating, we're outside, we're active, it's hot. We want that 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 water, that refreshment, right? But moving into winter months, sometimes it's just hard. We forget we're not, we don't have that urge to drink. Um, or if we do, we're reaching for something hot, which I don't know for a lot of you, I find a lot of times my clients are caffeine intake, boom, because they don't really know what other beverages to drink besides hot coffee or hot water. And those are very, very um, dehydrating and also inflammatory, the body. So that's going to suppress our immune system. Okay. So be careful if you're drinking more than one, two cups of coffee a day, you know, try to 
take a step back, look at how much you're drinking and replace it with some water. Okay. So water, our body is made up mainly of water. That's what's going to circulate our lymphatic system. And it's going to get those really important immune cells to the area of infection. And it's going to get the, you know, the, the pathogens out of our body. Okay. Another really important thing about water. I know a lot of people like ice water, but that's very mucus forming. So that's going to create a lot of congestion. If anyone's dealing with, you know, post congestion in the lungs or the chest, avoid cold water. That's very suppressing. Okay. It's going to cause everything to stay static. So I love hot water. Okay. It seems weird. You'll get used to it. If you need to add a bit of hot lemon, add some mint leaves, find out what's good for you. But getting that hot water is very important. Okay. Jessica, did you ever have Neo Citron as a kid or do you ever do you yes. drink it? Yep. Yeah. All the I, time. <laughs> I was sick, so I could have Neo Citron. I loved it. I thought it was delicious. The best ingredient in that is the hot water. Okay. Bacteria hate hot things. Right? When we get sick, you can see if you guys have kids at home, they get fevers. Guess what that mm -hmm. fever is? It's killing off all that bacteria. Fevers to a certain temperature are very healthy for the body. We're trying to kill that bacteria. So making sure we keep our bodies warm and we drink and eat hot substances is very important. Think back to what your mom told you, right? Sleep, sleep is the best medicine and it's true. Oh my goodness, it's so true, especially in the winter months. We're mammals, just like other mammals out there, we go in a hibernation state and we get a bit more tired, we need more sleep, right? And when we're sick, the only time that we are able to detox and heal and fight off those pathogens is when we're resting, okay? So if we're in fight or flight, that's stress, that's working, that's moving, taking care of the kids, doing all those things, our body's like, we're not fighting off pathogens, we're not, you know, supporting our immune system. It's not until we're in that rest, sleep, digest zone that our body can finally be like, oh my gosh, okay, now we have time to go fight off that bacteria and protect our bodies and boost those immune systems. Okay, so I really, really suggest to all our viewers to create a consistent bedtime, okay? Try going to bed at the same time every night. I find that that's very helpful. You know, I always say for clients on the weekdays, weekends are different, but you know, Sunday to Thursday, if you can go to bed, the best time is 10 p.m. That's really wonderful, okay? So aim for, you know, just like your mom said, seven to eight hours. And if you are sick, and your body's tired, give yourself some grace and take that sleep in, go to bed a bit earlier, shut the computer down, turn that work off and get that sleep. I find that really important. Yeah, I completely agree. I know once work is done, what I do and that helps me is like turn my notifications off right away, make sure, you know, I'm not looking at my phone right before bed. I'll do a guided meditation. So those, those are just like simple things that help me. And I think it goes a long way that we're not, you know, constantly, constantly looking at our devices right before bed. I love that, right? Because a lot of times, you know, if you, you, just, you just, someone, they're like, oh yeah, I'm getting eight hours of sleep. But then when you ask, how long does it take you to fall asleep? Or how many times do you wake up in the middle of the night? you start to, you know, realize that you're getting quantity of sleep, but the quality is not there, right? So, um, you know, a little challenge to all the viewers online, if you guys want to accept it, an hour before bed, charge your phone outside of your bedroom and leave it. I know for some people are like, oh my gosh, how can I do that? My phone's attached to my hip. I sleep with my phone under my pillow. 
but guess what? That's a lot of stress. Your work's on there. You know, relationships are on there. Social media is on there and our mind is aware. So it knows if our phone is there and that will keep us from getting those deep quality supportive sleep. So I love that takeaway. And that's a good goal for everyone to work on. Yeah. And that kind of leads us, leads me into, you know, the last habit that um, is so important for supporting the immune system. And that's stress. Okay. And I find that, you know, we've talked a lot about stress in a lot of our shows and that's because stress manifests in so many different issues in our body. And that, you know, goes back to that whole fight or flight, right? So when we're stressed out, and again, some people might not feel like they're stressed at work, but you're still on, right? You're still very focused. And if you're again in that fight or flight position, your body's immune system is completely suppressed. The reason for that is fight or flight means inflammation. That means increased inflammation, increased stress hormones, and that reduces the ability for our bodies to fight off those pathogens. Okay. I'm sure any viewers online, have you guys ever gone through a really, really period? Then once that project or that stress is over, you're like, okay, I'm done. Then you get sick. Have you ever yep. noticed that? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. You put so much stress on your body, go, go, go. And then when you're finally able to just take a moment, it comes up and the, yeah, the build up. I'm sure. on vacation and I'm sick. The reason for that is because your body's like, oh my God, thank goodness you're on a vacation. I was trying to fight this off for so long and I just couldn't because I had so much stress in my body. Okay. So the last habit that I really want to instill is I want everyone to take some time and acknowledge your stress, right? I find we just kind of keep going through the motions. We never take that time to just take a step back and understand what is our biggest stressor? When are we most stressed in the day, right? And once you, you know, start understanding and getting in tune with your body, you can then take some sort of mindfulness technique or stress management technique and plug that into your day to bring down that stress and allow your body's immune system to kick in. Okay. So some of my favorite ways are morning routines. So instead of waking up and rolling right onto the computer, go for a nice walk, digital detox walk. Sit and have a morning tea, right? Next session, we're going to talk about a really great, easy and moon boosting um, morning or evening elixir. So stay tuned for that. That's something you can do, you know, while you're drinking, have a little gratitude journal. I know, Jesse, you're really into mindfulness. What are some key things that you think viewers would enjoy? Yeah, it's a great point, April. And yeah, you know, speaking about me time and taking those much deserved, deserved breaks. Next week, we're back on the mat for a yoga class. So it's only 30 minutes of your time that you can, you know, it's good for your mind, your body, or of your and your soul. And it's a good start for your week to do that movement. Yeah, I love that. So if, if yoga is for you, do the yoga. If it's just taking five deep breaths and that's all you have time for, start there, right? A lot of people think mindfulness has to be a whole hour or half an hour. I urge people, just take five minutes in your day. I know it seems like a lot, but put that phone away for five minutes. Shut that work computer down for five minutes and focus on you. Focus on that stress reduction and really allow your immune system to get some strength from that. Okay, so those are my three key tips. So just going over it, get that water, hydration, keep the caffeine low, and if we can drink hot water, even better. Okay, 
sleep. Sleep is your best medicine. That's when you heal. Okay. So keeping a consistent bedtime. And if you can do an hour of digital detox before, amazing. Okay. Really good goal. And five minutes of mindfulness daily. It goes a long way to not only support your immune system, but every aspect of your life. What do you think are some additional things that we can do for our body and our mind as the end of the year approaches? So end of the year, for most people, you know what that means? It means your benefits are running out, right? So you work hard for your benefits. You pay into them. So use them. And that is a great way to implement some mindfulness, right? Acupuncture, Jesse, I don't know if you've done acupuncture. I love acupuncture. I've done, I did massages, cupping. I love all of that. Yeah, so my partner um, here at Zenatonic, he does all the acupuncture. And that's one of the best ways to really it and heal the nervous system so that you can support that stress reduction and boost that immune system. Okay. Massages, massages. If you're getting sick, think of that lymphatic drainage, go into your RMT, ask them for a lymphatic drainage massage. So great. Okay. Go see your Cairo. A lot of us are sitting all day. We have those aches and pains. Give your body some grace. Give it some love and use up those benefits. Okay. It's not too late. Um, it's not even December yet. So you still have like a whole month to do it. Um, and I really urge you. And if you don't know what your benefits are, talk to human resources. Go online because I'm sure you have a lot more benefits than you're aware of and use them up. So, yeah, great tip right there. Thank you so much. That was so, so informative. So before we end, what is one key takeaway our viewers should adopt right now? So we kind of talked a lot about it in, you know, the last, uh, the last segment, and that's stress. I can't stress that enough um, to, you know, it can be uncomfortable to acknowledge our stressors. It can be definitely uncomfortable to sit with them and understand where they come from. But it's so important because again, if we're stressed out and we're in that fight or flight position, so many other mechanisms in our body are gonna be suppressed, whether that be our immune system, fertility, digestion, okay? So understanding where in the week, where in the day we're most stressed or where we have the time to focus on ourselves to reduce that stress is the most important part, okay? So for all the viewers, tune in next week with Jesse. Do that yoga, do that mindfulness, because that's what we all need more of. And oftentimes I find, especially with my clients, it's often the hardest thing for people to allow themselves to do. I find a lot of us are very much yes people. We are always adding to our plate. We're always just going through the motion. It's hard when we live in, you know, I'm sure most viewers are in Toronto. It's such a hustle and bustle city that sitting and doing nothing for a lot of us is stressful. It's, that's time. That's, that's wasted time. But let me tell you, five, ten years down the road, you're going to really thank yourself for giving yourself that time and making the time. So that's what I would say would be the key takeaway. Um, but of course, everyone will be, I think, have access to that PDF that I, I've sent over. So they'll have the Coles notes and everything I think I said on, on the call is manageable um, and important. Thank you so much. That was so, so informative. And speaking of mindfulness, I just want to end the session with a simple guided meditation, counting our breath, tuning in. So we've been sitting for, you know, the most part of this show. So I want us to sit up nice and tall. Place both feet flat on the floor. Rest your hands on your thighs. Gently close the eyes. Take a deep breath in. Lift your shoulders up towards your ears. 
And then exhale, roll them down your back. We'll take a deep breath in all together for a count of one. And exhale for one. Inhale for two. One. Exhale for two. One. Inhale for three. Two. One. Exhale for three. Two. One. Inhale for four. Three. Two. One. Exhale for four. Three. Two. One. Inhale for five, four, three, two, one. Hold at the top, hold. And then exhale. Five, four, three, two, one. Come back to the natural rhythm of your breath in and out through the nose. Notice how your body is feeling at this moment. And just Try to stay with this nice, even, calm breath throughout your day, throughout your week. And if at any time you need a break, come back to your breath. Gently open the eyes. So hope this helps. Thank you for practicing with us today. Be sure to subscribe to Fidelity's Invested in Wellness podcast on your podcast platform of choice. If you'd like to follow for more, tune in to the Invested in Wellness webcast on Mondays at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Register now on fidelity.ca.